All right, a little trivia. Who did that song originally? Rolling Stones. Uh, starting to see a theme growing from last week. So. Give me shelter. Give me shelter. You know, David writes, the psalmist, he writes, Indeed, you are my shelter, a strong tower that protects me from my enemies. I will be a permanent guest in your home. I'll find shelter in the protection of your wings, Selah, which means take it in, pause, prayer, meditate. For you, O God, hear my vows. You grant me the reward that belongs to your loyal followers. That, that was King David's prayer. And David understood something. He understood the importance of shelter. He understood the importance of where you take shelter in your life. See, David understood the importance of making God his shelter. You know, we're continuing this series, uh, Still Rolling Stones. And my, my hope and prayer for this series is that you will realize that God is in your life. And not only is God in your life, but God is, is working. He's working in you and through you. And that you realize God is still rolling stones today. That you'll make an uh, effort to make God your, your refuge, your shelter in life. And that you realize that your life is better with God. That with God you can face the storms and that with God, the impossible really is possible. And today what I want to talk about is building a rock-solid foundation for your life as a place of refuge. You know, we live in the, this world that storms are always threatening. The, the struggle is, is real. And if you don't get shelter in your life, I mean, you may feel like you're going to fade away. But, friends, you need shelter. I mean, give me shelter in life. See, our God not only will provide shelter, but God will also give you a sure footing in life. The psalmist in Psalms 27, 5 says, in times of trouble, he will shelter me. He will keep me safe in his temple and make me secure on a high rock. It's in the midst of the storms, the struggles, the, the challenges that with God, you can find that place of security. You can gain a, a new perspective in your life. In fact, with God, you can overcome whatever it is that you face. You know, many times we get in these storms and we kind of lose our footing, don't we? You know, because we're, we're sheltering in the wrong places. We're listening to the wrong crowds, the wrong voices. And so... Part of the issue, and I I've really this week kind of struggled through this, but part of the issue, I think, is our, our process for dealing with things. Because we tend to do superficial things in life. We tend to do a little tweak here and there. We do a few things on the exterior of our lives. But we never truly, fully pursue God to find shelter. You know, we never really allow God through the Holy Spirit to, to work in us and change us from the inside out. You know, how many of you remember the song Hokey Pokey? Let's see. Yeah, I'm wondering if young people know that. How many young people know, know that song? Yeah. 
I, I remember the hokey pokey, especially uh, we'd go to the roller skating rink and they would have that. So, so not only are you trying to do the hokey pokey, you're on skates. And then for me, I'm dyslexic. So uh, they, it was always a little bit challenging to me. And so you don't have to, but if you're able and willing, stand up and help me with, with a, a line of it. Come on, somebody help me here. <laughs> you put your right foot in, you put your right foot out, you put your right foot in and you shake it all about and you do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. Oh, good. <laughs> all right. So, thank, thanks. Thanks. Hey, you didn't know. See, you get a worship, and for some of you, that was an aerobic workout, and all's good. All's good. Friends, it's in the shelter of God. It's where real change takes place. But, but here's the problem. A lot of people put the right foot in, and they kind of half-heartedly do a spiritual hokey-pokey in their life. And they do a little rearranging. We do a little bit of shifting and some shaking things up in our lives. And then we turn around and we bail out of whatever it is that we were doing. And friends, it's what happens when you live life that way, and lots of people do, you end up in the same place that you've been for months, years, for some of you, decades. You've been doing the same thing. And I, and I know how this goes because so many times we go, you know, I know I need to change this or that. I've tried so many times, but this time what? It's different. I'm really going to do it. And I would say if you could have changed you would have changed, by now anyway. See, you need something more in your life. You need God in the midst of it. Isaiah writes these words. He says, he's speaking for God here. He says, whether you turn to the right or the left, your ear will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, what? Walk in it. Friends, at some point... You have to determine and make a decision that you're going to shelter in God. That you're going to come to God and just admit who you are. To, to admit, you know, I, I can't change things. But God, you can. That's a different perspective. And what happens in that moment is God then begins working from the inside of you out. God begins to protect and to guide and to convict you and to encourage you. And what happens is you get sure footing in your life. And God gives you the power to overcome whatever it is that you're facing. It's how God works. God always works this way. And you got to get this. You know, when, when you take and uncover something before God, basically expose who you are, then God begins to cover things in your life. Then God gives you shelter 
for your life. When, when you overcome things and you, you are willing to show whatever it is to God, and be honest with God, quit trying to hide it. When you confess that, when you're honest and just say, here it is, God, God shelters you. He shelters you with grace, forgiveness, and power in your life. You know, and I know this whole uh, uncovering things before God is kind of counterintuitive, isn't it? It goes against everything in us. Because we, we live in a culture that teaches just the opposite. It says cover things up. Hide your weaknesses. Hide your struggles. Hide your sins. You know, culture says blame other people. Make excuses. And friends, I will tell you that worldly approach will mess you up. It will keep you spinning and turning and not able to get your bearings in life. And guess what? You just end up back where you've always been. The only way you change is fully sheltering in God. And in fact, I, I know that God loves you so much that God will not let you stay the same. That God wants the best for you in your life. But when you're trying to hide things, when you're not truthful with God or with yourself or with other people, at some point, God will uncover those things that you're trying to hide. God will, will help you see the, the situation, if you'll let him, from a different perspective. God will help you it, it, to see yourself for who you really are. And he'll help you see who you really belong to. And so getting honest with God, confessing, is where you begin to find real shelter, stability in your life. And friends, God is not surprised. Whatever that thing is you think you're hiding, God's not surprised. He already knows it. And I really believe that this is the sweet spot in life and where you find success is when you can start just being honest with God. You know, don't blame other people. Don't make excuses. You basically take responsibility for what you need to take responsibility for. Hey, God, my bad. I blew it. I messed up. It's on me. What do we need to do different? And friends, it's in that shelter of God's grace that it is possible to have success. It's possible to overcome that thing. You know, it's, it's possible in the shelter of God that, that you can face the pain, the struggle, the tension. You can withstand the storm that you're in the midst of. It's where in that God's shelter that you actually can find growth in your life. You know, it's that whole thing, no pain, no gain. You know, it's been my observation when, when people want to change or when people are facing a, a challenge or a storm in life. Some take steps toward God. You know, they put the right foot in, kind of do the spiritual hokey pokey, so to speak. And then they take the right foot out. 
they retreat and they bail. You know, thanks, God. Yeah, see you next time I got a problem. And friends, I will tell you when you live that way, it's a setup. It's a very destructive cycle in life. And the evil one loves it. I mean, Satan loves it. He, he's going to take aim at you when you try and put things together, when you try and live in the shelter of God. And he's going to try and make it really difficult for you to stay here. He doesn't want you to change. He wants you to stay just like you are. You know, he wants the, the storm, that difficulty, that problem, that challenge to leave you defeated. He doesn't want you to experience God's best. And he will do whatever he can do to try and defeat you in life. He wants to steal, kill, destroy. Some of you want to change. Some of you are facing storms right now, some challenge in your life. And some of you are overwhelmed. And you're thinking, it's just too hard. This is too hard. In fact, I know there are some here today you want to quit because of the challenge or because you just haven't been able to change. And I will tell you, if you resist that desire to, to turn around in your life, to retreat, if you stay the course, no matter how painful it is, if you stay sheltered in God, God will shield you. God will protect you. God will guide you. You'll hear that voice saying, turn to the left, turn to the right. You know, God will give you strength. God will give you encouragement. Some of you need that today. And you can grow. You can overcome. You can make it through whatever it is you're going through. But it's a choice. It's a choice you make. And what happens is many and I've watched it through the years. Many people, they, they're starting to change things. They're starting to get, get a little bit better. And then at some point, they just bail right before the breakthrough. And friends, that's no way to live. You know, it's in the shelter of God that we go through what we're going through. It's in the shelter of God that you build character. It's in the shelter of God that you can actually change. And God can change the things that need to be done. Shelter in God. Why? Why do that? Well, because in the shelter of God, you have a better perspective on things. Because God's got a better perspective. Because God can see the future that you can't see. Because God can save you a lot of missteps in your life. Because God sees and knows and has the power to change whatever it is that needs to be changed. Proverbs, it says, trust in the Lord with what? All your heart. Do not rely on your own insight. In what? All your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. This goes against culture. Culture says, go with your heart. Follow your heart. You make decisions based on your heart. Many times, things do not go well. Start trusting God with 
all, all, all your heart. You know, when, when you quit trying to rely on what you think, what you feel, when you quit trying to rely on what culture says or everybody else is doing, you know, when you quit trying to rely on all that stuff and start acknowledging God in all your ways, friends, then, and I believe only then, do you experience the best that God has for you. And I want to kind of clarify this, because all, the word all, means all. Trusting God with all, all your heart, not relying on what you think. You know, I, I know what God's word says, you know, but, but I think this seems better to me. In all your ways, acknowledge him in your relationships, in your marriage, in your parenting. You know, it's acknowledging God's ways in your vocation, you know, financially, sexually, recreationally. In every area, it's not a pick and choose situation. All means all, full surrender to God. And it's really an issue of authority in life. You know, who's going to be king or queen? You or God? There's an Old uh, Testament story about a guy who doesn't realize his perspective is really skewed. And we don't know his name, but he's a, he's a servant, kind of the sidekick to Elisha. And the story takes place in Dotham. Uh, it's a city in Israel. And the servant wakes up one day. And he sees the city surrounded by a huge enemy army. And so the servant's freaking out, you know. And he w- w- runs to Elijah, he wakes him up. He's like, we are outnumbered, we're surrounded, we're going to die, this is not good. And, and Elijah looks out at the, the armies. And he does some assessing real quick. He goes, eh, our armies are bigger, don't worry about it. The servant's kind of bewildered at this point. He's wondering uh, if Elijah's lost his mind, you know. He's like, it's ridiculous. Elijah, look, can't, can't you count? You see, from his perspective, the Israeli army was tiny. And the enemy's army was way bigger. See, he could not see what Elijah saw through spiritual eyes says this, and Elijah prayed, Lord, open his eyes and let him see. So the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw the mountains were full of horses and chariots of fire surrounding Elijah. Friends, we should all pray that prayer in our life. You know, oftentimes our, our view of things is very skewed. You know, some of you are going through storms right now. All you can see is the struggle, you know, the challenge. You, you need to pray that prayer and say, Lord, open my eyes. I want to see the things the way you see them. See, you need God's perspective in your life. You need to pray and ask God, give me your perspective. Because God has 
your situation in hand, whatever it is. If you're willing to trust him and obey him. Now, here's the question that just kept coming to me. How do you keep going? How do you keep going in life in the midst of a storm or the challenge or the difficulty or all those times that you feel like you fail and you're just not going to get through? Friends, you need resolve in your life. And resolve is a really great term because in the Greek, it means to be centered, to be determined, you need something solid to, to stand on. You need a, a shelter in your life. Why? So that you're protected from some of the elements of life. You, know, you need something to, to build your life on. You know, Jesus said, anyone who hears and obeys these teachings of mine is like a wise person who built a house on solid rock. See, we need to build our lives center our lives in the shelter of God. Because when we do that, as we build our lives that way on the solid rock of Jesus Christ, on the body of Jesus Christ, which is the church, when we follow Jesus and follow his teachings and obey God and, and live in that shelter in our life, you find a solid rock to stand on. You find you're not easily moved or shaken up. You know, Jesus tells this story. He says, two ways to live life, you know. And so the one one person is building, and they build their life on sand. But the storms come. The winds start blowing. Streams start rising. And the foundation, it washes out. We're told the the house is destroyed. Yet the other person, they build their house on the rock. And so when the storms hit, the house stands the test. The, The house remains standing. But it's a choice you make between sand or rock. And friends, when you choose to live with culture. Have you noticed it's shifting sand all the time? I mean, you got to watch out. And I've said this before, sand is bad. It's great for hitting the beach, but otherwise sand is bad. You know, but we all, if we're honest, we all stand on some sand in our lives. Those are the decisions we make, the the stuff that we do our way. I'm going to do it my way. I know what God says. I know what the Bible says. I know what my Christian friends have to say about it. But, but I think this is a better way for me. Friends, it's sand. It's sand. It's always sand. Sand is not a good foundation. Sand will not give you any kind of shelter. You cannot stand firm on sand. And I know as I say that, for some of you, you're going, yeah, but this is my life. This is my house, and I'm going to build my house the way I want to build my house. And you're right. It is your house. And you can build it how you see fit. But know this. The foundation of your life, if you build it on sand, it's going to be tested. And it's just a matter of time. At some point, 
you will discover you made a horrible mistake. At some point, you're going to find out that you did build your house on sand. And guess what? The house won't stand. Give me shelter. I need shelter. You know, when I was a kid, I lived in Key West, Florida for a while, and um, actually Stock Island, but there, there was a guy on the island that he started uh, building his own island, and so he's dredging up the bottom of the sea, and he, he's building on sand and silt out there, and then he started bringing in loads of rock, and he built a beautiful home out there. You could, you could see it from the shoreline, but the locals were all talking about it. Because they didn't think when a serious storm hit that it it would survive. You know, well, I remember uh, Tropical Storm Jenny, which wasn't even a big storm, but but it, it brought in some destructive winds and a lot of rain and some major surf. Wiped the house out. Washed the island away. And I, I remember as a kid uh, looking out, and it was like nothing had ever been there. You know, it, we, we found debris for, for months on the shoreline. See, the house had an unstable foundation. It, it wasn't anchored. It was not a shelter or a place of refuge. And some of you, I've thought about it as kindly as I can say this, some of you wonder why your life's on overload. You know, you wonder why things are, are in your life, you're just way overcommitted and you live with all this conflict and this tension in your life. Some of you wonder why you worry all the time and fret, why you're, why you're so uh, frustrated, unsatisfied. You wonder why things always end up in a mess. Could it be, possibly, maybe, because you're building on sand? Friends, here, here's what I believe. If you build your life just on sand, I think you realize right away it's not going to work. You know, it's just, it's just, you look and you go, yeah, this will not work at all. But here's the problem. When you build on sand... And a little bit of rock, it seems stable, doesn't it? You, you, you don't figure out that you're in trouble until the storm hits. And then things begin to collapse. My point is, choose carefully, wisely. Shelter your life fully in God. Build your life on the solid rock. Jesus continues the story and says, the rain poured down, rivers flooded, winds beat against the house, but it did not fall because it was built on what? Solid rock, huh? Here's how some of you are building your lives. And I, and I, see, I see it in things like schedules, you know. You, you don't center your life around Jesus Christ, that rock. 
You don't build your faith in the church. You, you don't seek shelter fully, fully under God and in God. But, but instead, you're doing the spiritual hokey pokey. I mean, you, you kind of put your right foot in. You know, get a little bit of rock in your life. Get a little bit of God. Not too much, though. People think I'm weird. And so you get God, and you get that rock, and then you turn around in your life. And you realize you're doing the spiritual hokey pokey over and over. Friends, I want to fully shelter in God. You know, I want to build my life on the rock. So every time for Cindy and I, when we have a a scheduling decision in our life, when we're facing a decision to add something to to our, our, our schedule, you know, every extracurricular or thing that, that moves beyond. Basically, for both of us, we'll sit back and go, okay, this is what I'd like to do, but am I making a decision that's building on sand or rock? You go, oh, that sounds simplistic. Well, it is that simplistic. You know, some of you are making sand decisions all the time. You know, sand decisions at the expense of stability and protection and safety. In fact, almost, almost, not always, but almost every decision you make that drags you from worship, that takes you from the fellowship of Christian brothers and sisters, almost every decision you make that causes you to, to set aside your, your devotion time in your life. Almost every time, that is a sand decision. The abundant life that I think most of us long for, it's found when you shelter in God's presence fully, when you resolve to build on the solid rock of Jesus Christ in the context of the local church, You know, Jesus said this, he says, but strive first for the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. You know, we we find shelter as we strive first for God, as we're making God the, the center of our lives, as you seek first what God wants in your life, then God begins to protect in ways that go beyond anything you could even imagine. See, when you, when you seek first God, and don't miss this, God will provide for all the things you long for. And that's what Jesus is referring to when he says all these things. You know, joy will be added to your life. Peace. Anybody need peace these days? Satisfaction. You'll, you'll discover that, that those things that, that make life a lot sweeter. You, you'll experience the very best that God has for you. You'll experience that abundant life that Jesus promised. You, you will realize you're not alone. You never were alone. But it's a choice you have to make. What are you going to, to build your life on and What's going to be first? What is it? It's your choice. 
but you better choose very, very carefully. See, give me shelter. Give me shelter. And it's in the shelter of God, fully sheltering and living in the presence of God that you find the things you need and want. You find solid ground. Let's bow in a word of prayer together. Our holy God, God, we, we praise you. God, we long for you to be our refuge. God, I thank you for the shelter. I thank you for the promises in your word, the protection, the strength. The... God, I thank you for your Holy Spirit that whispers, giving us direction and guidance. God, I thank you for the hope we find in you. God, I know there are some today that uh, they're facing some mighty challenges. God, given them the courage and the wisdom to just shelter in you. They can experience your grace, your comfort, your guidance. God, I know there are many that would give testimony to your great power, how you've seen them through, how you've helped them change. you they see how active you've been in their life. And God, I pray that we would share those stories. We would uh, share them in the sense of encouraging others. God, we thank you for your shelter, your love, your grace, power. It's in Christ's holy name we pray. And God's people said, so on Christ, solid rock we stand. All other ground, you remember that? Sinking sand, it is. So let's celebrate celebrate God's uh, promise of uh, being a shelter and being that solid rock in our life. So.